transmitting to you from Old Heart Radio. What up, what up, what up? What's up? It's the time yeah. of the day. We've got a, uh, you know, uh, I'm glad that you picked this one because, like, uh, I think they just dumped all of the uh, Silent Night movies on Shudder. Yeah. But ironically, ironically, the other night I finally watched the fourth one for the first time. Okay. I remember, like, a long time ago mentioning it um when we did the review for number five yeah mentioning how how like batshit it sounded and i watched it and it's absolutely insane um <laughs> number five has the uh cameo a cameo from clint howard but number four has a lot of clint howard <laughs> <laughs> and it's, it's fantastic dude that's awesome oh my god because you know anything with a uh, little Clint Howard sprinkled in there is just just gold. Yeah, but um, yeah, dude, like Silent Night, Deadly Night two. So is uh, it, is it's so like you don't need to watch the first one to watch this movie. In all honesty, it seems like. Well, because it's funny you say that because this movie's like half a movie in my opinion. Because like forty minutes of it is literally fucking scenes from the first movie. <laughs> I was so blown away by that. I was like, "What? Are they legit just using like all of this? Like, and it just mm-hmm. kept like it just kept going." And yeah, you're right, dude. It's it's literally the movie clocks in at like eighty minutes or something like that. It's literally like almost half the fucking movie. Yeah, is like, it. like I obviously understand. You know, they're this is the brother of the first character and they're trying to establish this backstory, but I felt like they could have just went about it a better way than you literally just reusing footage for it's ridiculous. Yeah. I imagine going to see this like at a theater would have been really kind of like pretty disappointing if that was like, if you had already seen the first one. <laughs> right. Be- right. But I don't know. Did this ever go the, to the theaters? The, did this- <laughs> the, the third one sounds nutty too. Cause the, the first three are like a continuing story, uh-huh. and then four, four and five are different. But I guess the third one's about the killer from this one is was like brought back to life, but his skull is in like a transparent dome on top of his head, and he's brought back to life by a, a blind girl that has a psychic link to him. Oh my fucking god, dude! I can't. What the fuck? Oh my god, that's so fucking what? Where did has, they come up with this? The one, the one positive about that situation is that uh, although the actor that played him in this one is fantastic, mm-hmm. they recast it, and Bill Mosley plays uh, the guy in the third one. Oh my god, dude! I mean, that's fucking epic. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. Okay. So, the the guy that plays plays him in this movie, what's his fucking name? I'm looking up the cast right now. Just it's because because he is like in this really weird way, like it, kind of funny, kind of strange. He's captivating. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> you like know so, what I mean. Yeah, he he is the way he delivers certain lines or facial expressions. Like it's just yeah. fucking awesome. Like, yeah. <laughs> but like, yeah, this this is just, you know, it starts out with that like slow kind of like establishing of, you know, he's in like an I don't know like a just an inter- not an interrogation room necessarily, just a a r- white room. He's, mm-hmm. he's, he's under guard. He's, you know, clearly imprisoned. And there's a yeah. guy who's coming in to tape, like to talk to him, like a psychiatrist or something like that, right? Exactly. Yes. Real and, quick. Yeah. Did you catch, did you catch, uh, we've touched on this with movies before, but uh, at the opening, when it was doing the opening credits, this was a uh, Silent Night Releasing Corporation movie. <laughs> <laughs> I love it when they do that. I love oh my god they, they just can't yeah i mean 
hey, what well, you know, if you, it's, it's you give all your creativity to the project, I guess. Right. But, but yeah, back to what you were saying. Sorry. Oh, but it's just interesting, man, because like you know, uh, oh, the guy's name is Doctor Bloom. That's right. So mm-hmm. Doctor Bloom establishes that he's there to you know try to talk to. What you got now? I'm blanking on the main character's name. Oh my god, dude! I'm just so Ricky. Under, yeah, Ricky. Excuse me, Rick, Rick, Richard, Ricky Chapman. <laughs> Call, it's called Ricky Caldwell. Caldwell. Oh my gosh. Yeah, his name's Ricky Caldwell. His brother's name is Billy Chapman. It's really oh, weird. Okay, so he's very hostile, kind of. Yeah. I'd say you know, <laughs> he does not really like at first very like doesn't seem like he's gonna like agree to talk much but then he turns into a real fucking talker mm-hmm. you know what i mean but like because yeah he, the, he you know it it establishes it establishes that it's december 24th um yeah. and, and like, like you said the psychiatrist basically is like i'm gonna ask questions you're gonna answer them and he who's asks the, who's the orderly in that scene do you know like i don't he looked kind of familiar but i don't know did, he, but but he just has this Interesting stare that he gives <laughs> Ricky. Dude, he just does not trust that motherfucker. Dude. He was just like staring him down the entire time. Rightfully so. Yeah, I mean, seems dangerous. But yeah, the the psychiatrist uh, asks his first question, and he he um, he asks who killed his parents, and this is where we get the first of a lot of flashbacks to the first movie, where it shows. If you haven't seen the first movie. You know, we'll explain a little bit. Basically, um, there it's this the, the the killer from the first movie, Billy, is like five or six years old, and is and the character from this movie is a baby. They're traveling with their parents, and they come across this guy in a Santa Claus costume with this looks like his car is broken down. So they stop <laughs> they they stop to help. The guy in the Santa Claus costume ends up shooting and killing their dad tries to rape the mom and and is unsuccessful but ends up killing her yeah while in the first movie you only see the, the six-year-old kid who goes and hides in the bushes but in this movie they make it it's like the, they must have like reshot it in a way to make mm. it look like the baby was in the car or whatever okay yeah, yeah that's that's interesting also side note his character is so young in this scene that there's no, like they they you know at first you're like there's no way that he would fucking remember it and then you then you get like the whole thing where it's like his brother filled him in on like everything yeah. you know what i mean like they were really tight um also you get the first of and I'm not trying to glorify it but you get like the first of so many pairs of tits like this movie is jammed jam filled with titties for some reason <laughs> yeah it it's is. like it's like so it was so strange after a while i was like why <laughs> but yeah the whole the whole santa claus sequence was fucking redonkulous like just the dude standing on the side of the road like hey waving down to whoever's right, in the fucking path right. oh my god man that but would be tremendous like it, it would. i always like in in defense of uh billy from the first movie like that would be really traumatic you know what i mean it would but what's wild is like how i don't know it 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 becomes like a, a like a, a family trait or something but right anyway so the, so then you end up there that you learn that the both boys end up at saint mary's uh home for orphans or 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 something like that right and it's um, yeah 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 saint mary's home for orphan children because because like because the, the psychiatrist asks like uh how could you know how could you remember all this and like you said he explains that his brother you know they were at yeah. this orphanage together and i mean <laughs> with the most epic mullet in this in this scene oh yeah uh, yeah his, like they're all like you see you see all the kids including his brother and they're all like you know drawing pictures and they're like bring yours up bring yours up and you know he he brings his up to the front and it's just this like you know like santa's stabbed to death and like the reindeer <laughs> has its head cut off and shit <laughs> like and immediately he gets sent to go see mother superior who yeah. is a fucking ass man i and couldn't 
Ugh. These are all these are all more flashback scenes. Yeah. 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 All flashbacks. <laughs> all <laughs> yeah. But yeah. Mother Superior. Mother Superior is, you know, holy she, shit. She's fucking hard. She's she goes yeah. hard. She, you know, she fucking scolds him and send him to his room or whatever until she lets him out. And yeah, you know, like that's, you know, you see, you see worse as this whole thing goes on. But like she you just immediately from the get go, you're just like you get the vibe that like, you know, she just is like almost like a villain, you know, like, yeah, exactly. Well, like they try to establish that as like that's the re like ultimately why what billy wanted to do was to kill her because you know what i mean yeah because without her i don't know it, it is interesting but then we have a, a more flashbacks of him at the school like watching this couple having sex through a keyhole and then he ends up oh, yeah, yeah that's all right he ends up getting punished for it mother superior like uh says this line about when we do something naughty we always get caught and we must be punished punishment yeah. is good and just whips the shit out of him with with her belt you know what i mean yeah well also she busts into that fucking room oh yeah and whips yeah, yeah. the these two full-grown adults who are just who are fucking she beats the tar out of them with her fucking <laughs> <belt>. <laughs> like dude, i mean yeah she does not hold back dude mother superior is fucking intense she does not play there's even like one point where <laughs> it's well it's coming up and we'll we'll talk about it again where she like ties him to his bed too like that's fucked up yeah dude he's and having I, like and, and night you, terrors or something like that and you wonder if this stuff happens in real life like you it know really uh, yeah the any time that a movie portrays like a uh an orphanage involving um nuns like 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 uh problem child or i know they're like over dramatic over dramatizations but like i'm sure that if you were a kid there that was causing trouble like some of that shit probably happened yeah man like, i mean they always that there's that like you know like the whole thing like how nuns like you know wrap your knuckles with with rulers and sh you know that that was like an old time thing but i it's yeah they I don't know. There's like real disciplinary in, in, in this fucking lady. It's crazy. And it does make mm. you wonder, man. You're just like, because you're right. Like you see it in so many different things. Like whether it's like a, you know, like dramatization of it or not. It just like, it's right. like, what's like, why is that so prevalent? <laughs> right. But yeah, so the, it's true. The, so the psychiatrist then asks Ricky if he misses his brother. And then this is where we get the flashbacks of him having the night terrors. Yeah. And, and like I'm saying, the, she straps him to his bed and if you've seen the first movie you've seen all this one of the one right? of my favorite things though about this whole scene is that she straps him to the bed and there's like and makes everybody go to bed or whatever and they shut the door behind him but they leave the kid on his that's with him on his top bunk <laughs> like, like he just, yeah he can just untie him well, but no, it's like it's like his kid's just like stuck in there with him like what it's the fuck am true I supposed true to but that's fucked up. What if you had to like take a piss or something, or what? You what if what if Dude. by some freak accident someone came in to rob the place or something? Like this kid's just strapped to the bed. Yeah. <laughs> I know it's fucked up. Ugh. Um, and then we uh, then we get, you know, um, he's talking. Why the, why these flashback scenes are talking? He's talking with the psychiatrist, and he mentions that. On Christmas Day, it all went straight to hell. <laughs> this, is where, <laughs> this is where we get the flashback of Billy, who is at the orphanage still. He's he's forced to sit on a Santa's lap. He ends up like fucking bitch slapping the Santa <laughs> and running off. It's he the, straight knocks that Santa out of his fucking chair, dude. <laughs> it's amazing. It's it's one of the it's one of the best like flashback scenes, dude. And then um. And then we see the psychiatrist like uh it flashes back to them he loads up a new tape and um and then he asks ricky to jump ahead and ask what happened to billy after the after the orphanage um yeah and uh you know this is where we like we get to a point here soon where there's no more flashbacks but we're still dealing with the flashbacks um of the first movie where you know billy's now older this is if 
you remember remember from the first one he's working at a toy store and he's forced to dress up as santa for their ex for their christmas party there and um so what a like, fucking uh, nightmare for that guy part of his trauma is obviously he watched his mom get sexually assaulted so at this party he sees um two of his co-workers in the back like at first like kissing and playing around but then the guy like the girl tries to shut the guy down she's like i don't want to you know fool around here and the guy just gets aggressive and rips her shirt off and billy sees that and that's what snaps and sends him over the edge and it shows all this again where he he uh, strangles the guy with Christmas lights and then stabs the girl and, and, and then ends up eventually killing his boss with like, we just, we just need to sum this up because if you've seen the first movie, you know what happens, but he kills his boss with the hammer yeah. and then ends up killing the other lady with a bow and arrow. Yeah, he just goes through him. The bow and arrow is particularly fucking oh, funny. <laughs> there, there is some top notch kills in the first movie for sure. Yeah, It was just, it, it's just, yeah, it's so shocking that like, this far in you're still just it's just flash it quote unquote flashbacks but you know right just fucking crazy and then so basically you get through all that and 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 he's just on a killing spree at this point mm-hmm. right he's just uh you get the scene where he chops the the, the two bullies like so there's like there's like the four kids in the woods and like two of them are just there to sled and then these two bullies come up out of nowhere and fucking like shove them over and steal their sleds and like mm-hmm. there's this whimsical scene of them riding down the hill like and then one of them gets their fucking head lopped off by <laughs> by Santa that Claus. Was, that, yeah, that was a great that that was one of the better deaths from the first movie. And uh, while this is going on, he's explaining that Billy hated bullies. Yeah. Um, but before before we get that flashback, we get a long flashback scene of um, of this scene from the first movie where there's this couple uh, hooking oh, yeah. up, and one of them is uh, the actress Lene Quigley, who was like in a shitload of horror movies in the '80s, but she was always the one that got naked. Like she was in Return of the Living Dead, got naked in that. She was in Night of the Demons, and you see her tits in that. Like. Whatever she was in, she was getting naked. But this is it, it flashbacks to the my favorite kill from the first movie, where he picks her up and impales oh her through a deer God, through the deer head on the wall. Yeah, it's amazing. It's, it's am- like I, I was cool seeing that scene again. Yeah, well that that's what I mean. Like it's like you know some of these kills are cool to watch. You know, and whatever, yeah. But but yeah, that scene that that was like the coolest. Mm-hmm. Just that just that slow and then yeah and then when the dude comes in he fucking like discovers her like just <laughs> dangle in there and he's like i'm gonna be mad if she's fucking with me and he turns around like <laughs> she's dead yeah. yeah and then he gets thrown through a fucking second story window <laughs> but yeah don't <laughs> okay. we then we get the flashback like you said of the of the sledding scene and then we get uh flashbacks of um you know the we learned that the police figured out where billy was headed but they they think they kill billy but it was actually the janitor of the uh how traumatizing for all those kids at that fucking orphanage that dude yeah. gun him down right in front of those fucking kids i was like i was kind of cracking up because i was just kept thinking i was like those kids are fucked like they're mu- yeah, like, they're all of them like how awful is this <laughs> But yeah, like they, they make a mention like that the police couldn't couldn't get Billy or whatever during all this, like because he knew all the the shortcuts and the he, and the roads yeah. and stuff. For, you know, <laughs> right, right. A real, real son of a gun. But um, yeah, yeah. He just, I mean, he. It's there's also like the one scene in this whole part where like 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 there's like the the police think they see Billy going into a house and oh yeah (laughs) which 100 dude like I was like so cracking up about that like they see the guy go into the house they just bust into these fucking people's house on Christmas without saying a word run up the stairs and like it's just a dad you know like dressed up as Santa or trying whatever. to yeah they almost blow his head off in front of his kids yeah it's oh great God, it's so fucking funny. but I understand that like para, like that paranoia like it was a good it was a good like whether they meant to or not it was a good social commentary commentary on like paranoia like that when stuff like that happens like for sure that's actually so a good was, point 
but yeah, so then we get the flashbacks of, you know, they actually finally get Billy because Billy ends up making his way to the orphanage, gets in, and as he's about to axe down Mother Superior, he gets shot from behind. Yeah. And then this is where we learn that um, Ricky was looking on the whole time and saw this happen. You know what I mean? Yeah. And side note, you really do almost kind of root for Billy to fucking axe Mother Superior. Just I was like, totally. I was kind of I was disappointed. I was like, at least like you know, get him, let her, let him get her, and then gun him down. You know what I mean? She's a punk. So, but, but then it gives no. But you know, this movie. Uh, yeah. So anyway, you were saying like they 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 show that Ricky kind of is like looking on this entire time. Right. Right. Which you don't see in the first movie, but that's fine. That's what I'm saying. Like some of these, they like, I don't know if they had stock footage or what was the deal but they they made it look like this happened when it didn't happen in the first movie yeah at least i don't remember it the the scenes with the brother that's interesting i mean so i mean do you think that was just because it was just like it was probably like just like just such an out of nowhere sequel that they were to make or something yeah it's like how do we make this like connect or whatever exactly um but Mm. then we we uh we learned that um you know the orphan orphanage was closed and he's explaining to the psychiatrist that the sister found ricky a family the rosenbergs and this is finally where the flashbacks from the first movie end for the most part like there's a couple quick scenes where he's having like a uh a, a break and it'll show quick uh quick like flashes and clips from the first movie but other than that like from here on out it's all new material yeah and the, this is this, and this is, is and this, this is, is when that movie starts picking up like you know yeah. what i mean like yeah 40 minutes in uh but no it's like it, you know this is like the whole kind of an interesting part because they because you know ricky explains that he's finally able to act like as a kid and uh-huh. you know there's this interesting moment where he has these like this like i don't know flash of terror when him and his you know his uh mom are walking around on the sidewalk and like he sees like some nuns or something like that and then he like sees like yeah. this red cloth and like trips the fuck out about it and like red triggers him yeah yeah, yeah. it was, it was we interesting. later yeah so you, it was so you kind of like you're kind of like picking up these interesting pieces of like he's not maybe he's got something going on you know and, yeah because it even shows like his foster parents talking to the nuns you know oh, what i mean like dude i that scene was so like rough at, actually because you're just like dude that kid's just out there listening to it like he's just right. like you know like i don't know anyway it's it's a really interesting scene but then they flash forward to you know the death of his step of his uh yeah mr rosenberg yeah. stepdad um and how like yeah, I mean, I don't know. It's just interesting because, like, the way he's like, look, like his characters is like looking at the grave and stuff. He's just blank, man. Like, there's, it, there's yeah. no, like, I don't know. They, well, they I mean, it. if this is like, you know, thinking of it in real life terms, like this kid goes through this traumatic experience, gets adopted by these people who show him a normal life, and then one of them dies. Like, yeah, you would be just it, don't know how to deal yeah. for a second. Yeah, because he, because he, he even explains to the psychiatrist that it hit him pretty hard and that. You know, he needed some time and felt like running away. Um, and then we have this excellent scene. Yeah. <laughs> where he's just, you know, walking amongst some of them back roads and he stumbles upon a couple of uh, out in the like a field. He sees like a Jeep parked somewhere and then he hears like some sounds and he goes and kind of peeps on these people like out in this field. Mm-hmm. And uh uh, you know, it's just a guy. It's a guy and a lady, and they kind of they're you know having a little pic, a little intimate picnic, and then it kind of gets aggressive, and this triggers him. Yeah. To right, like you know, the, like the, the the combination of the red jeep and the guy trying to assault his girlfriend. Yeah. The red jeep. The red jeep. But yeah, it triggers and so, him. And so he kind of you know like takes matters into his own hands we'll say this this was such a funny thing to me because like or a funny death scene to me because like the guy you know he gets he gets kicked in the dick or whatever and he's like i'm leaving and like or whatever and he, goes, <laughs> you know, he goes over to like the jeep and fucking lo and behold ricky's already inside yeah. he just cranks on the motor and just mows down the dude but doesn't stop there 
you see him go back and forth, back and forth, back and yeah. forth. <laughs> just obliterates this guy. It was fucking, I was just like, he's just ham going ham on him, dude. And then the best part is that the girl walks up and rather than being like disturbed by it or freaked out, she's just like, thank you. And then walks away. <laughs> <laughs> like, save a host. Save a hoe, Ricky. You know what I mean? <laughs> but yeah, it's hilarious. <laughs> and then this is where the psychiatrist, like, you know, you see him on his notepad writing red car and notice, it, you know, that red's a trigger. And then R Ricky walks up and has one of his good lines with his, like, with his, like, creepy face where he's like, good point. <laughs> <laughs> God damn it, dude. Yeah, there's been there's several times during these like there like you know these uh, tape recording sequences where like he has these random lines like and, he, mm -hmm. and a face to match it like he has this one where he's like, "Well, are we just jerking off then or something?" <laughs> like, like, yeah, he's he's way over the top. The dude sinks into this role. <laughs> yeah, we we're not doing him enough justice of how great like. Uh, it's so fucking Un, like ridiculous. unhinged he plays or like like you said like how he's kind of standoffish or kind of a dick like he just has some great like oh, yeah comebacks or one-liners to this doctor as they're you know in, in their session yeah um it's so great one of the next uh sequences you get is kind of a. Uh you know a little bit older ricky again and he's working at the shed the shay ritz or whatever the shay ritz yeah <laughs> and yeah he's, he's like, he, he, expl he, ex he explains that he uh got a job at 18 uh washing dishes dumping trash you know that kind of shit that's what he <laughs> yeah and so he, he you know while dumping some trash he's like he witnesses Oh like man! A, uh, like a like a loan shark taking his fucking, you know, seeking some pay out of somebody, just beating the hell out of him. Yeah. And this, uh, how we'll say, well, this triggers Ricky, I guess. You know, he's the the guy has a red handkerchief that he like blows his nose into after he beats the guy up. Oh, that's it, dude. Yeah. Yeah, that's what triggers him, and because he just immediately. There's that shot that he like blows his nose and then it sh like pans over to Ricky and Ricky's just wide-eyed staring at him. <laughs> <laughs> this death this death scene is one of the most creative I've ever seen. It's and I've seen a lot of death scenes just like you have, but this is an amazing death scene. It's been a while since I've seen this movie, so I completely fucking forgot this was in the movie. So two things that I took away from this were one his fucking crazy eyes face is so intense and yeah. two ricky is freakishly strong totally because the way he's like I, I want you to describe the death but the way he's like just holding this dude <laughs> up by one arm against a right. brick wall like well over his own head like is just fucking insane that takes some strength you're right yeah but how does he kill him though but so like you said he's he's using his like uh his like uh superhuman strength to uh <clears throat> hold this guy against the wall and then you see it like kind of pans down and you see a like a like a garbage can next to him and it's funny because i don't know if they did this intentionally or not but he, he ends up picking up a um an umbrella but the bottom part of the umbrella that you hold kind of looks like a white candy cane and I don't know if they did that in like it wasn't red and white it was just white but anyway long story short he picks up an umbrella super strength fucking rams it through the guy and then opens it which is fucking amazing yeah dude <laughs> when, it, when it opened behind him I was just like that's fucking ultimate and then yeah he puts the dude down and you just see this bloody like mangled kind of umbrella yeah <laughs> I don't think I mean I may have seen like an umbrella shoved through someone, but I don't think they've ever done like that was just a really creative death scene. Yeah, I, I really liked it. Uh, and then you have this. Um, they kind of go back to present time. Oh, oh what? Mm -hmm. Oh, no. Can say what you were going to say? I was going to say they go back to present time and there's this like shot of the doc um, wiping his forehead, like it's some sweat <laughs> from his forehead. 
And then he looks down and there's an, uh, on his handkerchiefs this red embroidered bee. Oh, that's right. I forgot about that. And he like tries to hide it. <laughs> yeah. He also but, mentions that he's like, I don't have any record of these incidents in my notes. <laughs> my God, dude. Like, okay. Yeah, this is like, so you can tell that like Rick, Ricky's starting to kind of get like more on edge around him, I think. Totally. But, but now, he, now he describes, Ricky starts describing it, uh, a little bit of his uh, love life, I'd say. Yeah, because the doc, the doc's like getting ready to leave, but then he go, then he asks him about Jennifer. Jennifer. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and uh, Jennifer and him had a have a meeting. Uh, that's kind of all happenstance, classic kind of a uh, uh, almost a romantic comedy. Aspect. Oh wow! You know, she yeah. bumps into his motorcycle, this bad boy's <laughs> motorcycle. He gets knocked over, <laughs> and. You know, it's it, then we have this like excellent shot of them, those two riding around on a motorcycle. Right, which, it's it it is rom commy, yeah. It, <laughs> but they really do a good job uh, painting the picture of uh, Jennifer being this uh, weird connection to normalcy for him. Or yeah. it seems like. Yeah, it even has this like kind of weird like scene of them getting intimate because of course. Oh they yeah, that was to, a strange one. They <laughs> needed. They just needed to put more nudity in the movie, apparently. Yeah, yeah. At this point, three pairs of titties was not enough. So <laughs> he also mentioned something interesting where he talks about this being his first time and how he thought it was hers too. Yeah, yeah. Which is uh, a dangerous mindset. Uh-huh. <laughs> but yeah, he's the you know they the, then they have this like interesting scene at a movie theater. <laughs> where they're like watching like a trailer and it's all like I think the movie's called like chaos or something like that you know and and it's like all destruction and death and and Ricky's all fascinated by it and Jennifer's like you like this stuff <laughs> you know <laughs> like, right and then there's these two goons in the back that are making a bunch of noise and like acting kind of honestly kind of stepping out of line but, yeah they were that one guy was really fucking obnoxious for sure yeah and uh, this is kind of like you, you can tell like over the scene that's kind of like testing Ricky, you know. Well, it's also interesting of note that uh, the movie they're at just happens to be about she explains that it's about mm-hmm. a guy that puts on a Santa costume and is going around killing people. And it even shows a couple clips of this like movie within the movie. And it's absolutely hilarious. <laughs> I mean, like how like. I mean, I don't know. I just when writing this, like, why? Like, I love that they just that's what the mo- the movie is. That's a, the, what they made. It. It's literally the movie that we're about to that we're watching. <laughs> and, it, and it even kind of like triggers Ricky at first because he just stands up and he's like, "Punish!" Like his brother used to do. But before we see what he goes to do, uh, Jennifer kind of has this like awkward interaction with this really douchey guy named Chip. Yeah, and this kind of came out of nowhere, but then it becomes like a a thing, you know, like um, and this is clearly like a I don't know, like a old boyfriend or flame or whatever, you know, and yeah. he's just like not letting it go. He's even there on a date with another girl, what, <laughs> yeah, and, and he's trying to like pick up his old girl. <laughs> yeah, it's, it's real weird. Yeah, Chip's he, weird, man. And he even mentions like some line about uh about um well that's what you said to me when i when i uh when i uh oh oh it's well that comes later sorry but he just he basically brings up how they had sex and this and that the next thing um but yeah so she kind of tells him off and he finally leaves and then real creepily ricky's like uh well, first he dispatches like the like the annoying guy. You just see him like throw the guy to the ground. The guy's like, oh, yeah, <laughs> yeah he's hilarious. Like, he like he's like the the dude, the obnoxious dude, just like turns and Ricky's right next to him. And he goes naughty. Yeah, <laughs> it's a, it's amazing. And then Jenna, Jennifer kind of has the same thing. Like right after Chip leaves, she turns to her right and. Uh, and Ricky's sitting right then there creepily, and she's like, "Maybe we should go." And Ricky, in in great fashion, is like, 
I'm beginning to like this picture. (laughs) (laughs) This dude's fucking crazy. Yeah, this, uh, there's just so many, like, I don't know, like, this dude just has so many good moments as this character. I gotta be. Oh, hell yeah. Hell yeah. Um, and then, you know, kind of goes to this next scene where it's like, uh, Ricky and Jennifer. There you kind of you come across Chip working on his fucking Mustang. Yeah, Jesus Christ. And uh, things kind of get escalated during this scene, you know. Mm-hmm. Like Chip's acting a douche, and uh, Ricky kind of has this snap when when Chip makes a mention of like banging Jennifer in the in the back seat or something like that. Yeah, he's like, that's what she said when I was fucking her brains out in the backseat of old Red here. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> <laughs> uh, just really went for it. Uh and then that's that's when Ricky fucking snaps, dude. He like yeah. grabs the dude by the neck. I loved this one, dude. It was awesome. He grabs the dude by the neck and like you know, she throws him down under the hood and like grabs the charging cables of the dude charging his battery with or whatever, and like shoves one in his mouth, and then it's just amazing. cranks the voltage and fries the dude's fucking dome. It was it epic. It was awesome. Yeah, that's a and Chip. I mean, Chip was a douchebag, so it's yeah. like it's an awful way to die. But in a movie like this, you're like, well, that guy kind of had it coming. It was great. And his like, I mean, it like his eyes exploded. Like he had his sunglasses on still and they explode. (laughs) Like the sunglasses are obliterated. It was fucking dope. (sighs) Yeah. And then he turns and like, Jennifer's like, I hate you. What are you doing? (laughs) You know? Right. And then he gives her the fucking, yeah. You know, the fucking ax too. So it's, he just, at this point he's, he's, He's gone he bra- over. He breaks. It was actually pretty cool too. He breaks the uh, the antenna off the car and chokes her with it. Yeah. Um, and while he and like while he's doing this, he's having flashes of Mother Superior. So it's interesting. Yeah. So you know, there's definitely some of that like mental trauma flaring up. Yeah. You know. Then he has a uh, what I thought was a police officer at first, but turns out to be a security guard. <laughs> Who yeah. tries to apprehend him at gunpoint? Um, that was just like kind of a really funny thing because, like, then it, you know, it turns, you know, Ricky shoots him and and you know gets his well gets his gun and shoots him and then uh, like while walking through this neighborhood, oh plugs like a God. random neighbor who comes out of his house. Dude, this like this whole scene is one of the most ridiculous fucking sequences in the movie, and it's also one of those sequences in the movie especially one of the lines he has coming up that was like uh is like infamous you know what i mean yes because he just has this break like he's walking around maniacally laughing saying all these crazy things but one of the most iconic lines from the movie is there's a guy that has like his garbage cans out and he just walks up and he goes garbage day (laughs) (laughs) and fucking shoots the guy it's amazing but we also get we also get another like uh ridiculous thing that we always talk about on this on this on this podcast is there's a guy driving down the street and he shoots him a couple times there's like a perfectly placed pile of like dirt that the that the car drives sideways on flips turns and fucking explodes dude it was fucking great it was so good oh my god dude i love those car explosions and this one was just so redonkulous it's amazing Uh, yeah he's just yeah he's just going on a like a gta rampage you know yeah it's great he kills like three people in this scene but then we we get the uh the the payoff of this is you know he gets in the standoff with this cop Mm -hmm. he tries to shoot he tries to pull the trigger on himself but he's out of bullets and this is how we learn that he wound up in the mental hospital you know what i mean yeah, exactly. It's it's interesting. This just winds you right up to present there. <clears throat> totally, it, totally. It's good. And he even mentions this line that uh, he was young and stupid, and that was my problem. <laughs> <laughs> that was it. Yeah. Oh, man. Yeah. 
and that what a way that did like that i mean that would suck as like a you know if he was hoping to get out but then you learn you know you see him kind of like as he's finished recanting his story he finishes his cigarette and puts it out on jennifer's photo that's on the desk and then it kind of pans over and you think you know because he's just talking to the doc and then you see that the doc is just laying on the table strangled by his own tape cord. Yeah. yeah and ricky just fucking walks on out of the of that doorway yeah he, he, I, I think you hear some people go going like oh he's loose <laughs> right yeah so two things it's he he says this line where he's like between you and me doc i know who's to blame which like sets up what happens for the rest of the movie but like you said you it's this cool shot so it has it's a shot of the uh the cameras panned in on their recording equipment oh, as yeah. we hear him we hear him go out into the halls of the institution and you hear people like screaming and then the, the camera pans back up to detectives now talking to a nun about how ricky ex- escaped she explains that mother superior had a stroke and she's retired and is alone so it was a really cool shot yeah that was uh, it was a really creative shot um and yeah so you know this this means that ricky's actually on the loose and you kind of you kind of have the build up like he's we know where he's where he's headed right mm-hmm, mm-hmm. and uh so there's that great sequence where he's walking you know there's like a sidewalk santa raising some money and you just kind of all like off camera in the shadow you sort of hear him like jingling his bell and you kind of hear uh ricky kind of accost him and then and then you see you know next thing you know Ricky's got himself a fresh Santa Claus suit. <laughs> and he's yeah, all it, it's snazzed cool. up. He even like makes a, a, a go, uses a payphone. He calls someone and and says, "Santa's back." It was and so wa- random. Yeah, but we learn who he was talking to. It was Mother Superior because it shows her, and she's at this point she looks weathered. She's in a wheelchair. But uh, yeah, I thought it was cool how they how they did that kill off screen. But then mm-hmm. when he walk when he walks away from the payphone booth, you see the uh, the dead guy like behind it, like Ugh, like yeah, oh, you know what I mean? <laughs> yeah, that's fucking toast. Oh yeah, dude. It yeah. It, I mean, it's it's interesting that they stretched Mother Superior into being like the target for two movies. Get, mm-hmm. get, you know, but they they. I mean, I will say she's a fucking tough tough lady um totally totally you know she the she like immediately kind of i think starts sort of like realizing that like something's kind of amiss and so she you know is watching like a parade on tv but then she kind of gets spooked by some kids outside and stuff and you know it just there's this great shot of uh this like little toy santa on the sidewalk <laughs> yeah and um like then you see like this like axe just kind of like axe in it like and so you kind of know that like ricky's near yeah uh, yeah he's he's there yeah yeah he's officially there did you note that um while she's like there during that whole shot uh like while she's like pouring herself some wine and ricky like ax- starts axing the door that her address was 666 I did not. It was so funny. Yeah. Oh, wow. I was like, what? (laughs) I did not catch that. That's hilarious. It was like such a random thing to throw in there. But yeah, he like breaks in the house and he has this line where he's like, Mother Superior, I got a present for you. (laughs) Oh, God. And yeah, he just go for it. No, what were you gonna say? I was just gonna say he's yeah he just starts like immediately going upstairs. He has he, with his with his axe that you know he just broke the door down with. Mother Superior just tries to barricade herself in the fucking room because you know yeah. like you said earlier she's wheelchair bound at this point. And, uh, yeah, yeah. We get have, like a we get like a shining reference kind of where he's you know he's chopping through the door and says something through it. You know what I mean? Yeah, that was close. <laughs> oh yeah, that's that's right. That's right. It's just every delivery that he has just so fucking redonkulous to me. It is. You know, eventually he does. But he has like a this like, you know, moment where he peeks his head kind of like through and he's like, let me in. Let me in like old times or whatever. And Mother Superior, who just has like summoned the strength of, uh, you know, 10, 10 men just jams the fucking door closed on him and locks it, which I thought was really fucking impressive for a lady yeah, in a wheelchair. Yeah, totally. You know? I agree. But anyway, so Ricky eventually breaks the fuck in, though, because that doesn't stop him at this point. 
and he's like you know going around being you know the, he chops the fucking tv that uh yeah. <laughs> that the, the parade's on you know <laughs> it's he's great not, he's not having it and this little like sort of kind of cat and mouse chase sort of ensues in the house there yeah but i'm not very long it basically basically goes down the hallway and then mother superior fucking you know like flops down the fucking stairs and ricky's like right behind her it's just it's all intense as fuck you know it ricky's is just yeah menacing as hell during this whole sequence you know yeah because he he goes to swing her axe at her and that's when she like yeah takes this tumble down the stairs gets into another wheelchair that was downstairs it was it was it, it was a good like you know minute like you said it was menacing of ricky trying to uh and and it's like it also uh she also is like ex- when she gets downstairs and gets into the living room she's explaining to ricky that she's not afraid of him mm. and that he's he's weak like his brother so like even like knowing that she might be about to die she's still like being a complete cold stone cold bitch this guy <laughs> you know what i mean yeah yeah dude like she just doesn't give up she's unrelenting in that way now we no and then we get this great scene where um ricky appears and uh he goes naughty this and and, go, and goes to swing his axe but before we see you know what what the yeah it's, it's hilarious that line but before we see you know the outcome of that we see all these police cars uh pile up outside and you know all these policemen and uh and sister mary come out and start searching through the house you know what i mean yeah but what do they find? Well, when they stumble, they, they get kind of, uh, you know, there's like, because there's like this like loose detective that you're following, right? He, and he, you know, they when they're all looking around, they kind of stumble upon, uh, oh my God, they stumble upon Ricky just about to fucking, you know, axe that, like axe right at him. And like, they just like, well, know. hang on. Before that, they, they, they come in and they see, Mother Superior sitting in oh, a God, wheelchair at the yeah, table. Yeah. I'm sorry. And in, this, yeah. in this great scene, Sister Mary approaches her and is like, Mother Superior. And when she touches her shoulder, her fucking decapitated head falls off. It was fucking. Mary screwed. It was. It, yeah, it was awesome. Um, it was like he like put her back together like this jigsaw puzzle, essentially. Yeah. Uh, Mary screams and faints. And then we see Ricky behind him. Uh, starting to swing the axe, but then he gets fucking shot a couple times with the pistol. There's another officer with a shotgun that just blasts him and sends him flying through the fucking window. Dude, he was fucking flying to his like presumably to his death. You know what I mean? Yeah, you think, but there's you know this little moment where oh, I love the moment where um the sister turns and like sees the fucking you know she sees mother superior's head like right next to her as she's like waking up from her you know from fainting and yeah. then you see like then that's when you see ricky kind of like open his eyes and sort of like he it looks like he has like a smile on on his face you know mm-hmm. and then it cuts the credits like that was a good that was a good Dude, it was work. it was it leaves you with that like yeah you don't fucking know ricky's yeah. super ricky's got superhuman strength you know, he's he seems to be. I mean, it's just a matter of like, does he have Michael Myers esque invulnerability at this point? Who knows? Who, who knows? But, <laughs> well, like I said, because by the time the third one rolls around, like he's in a coma, but he has this like, for some reason they put his skull in a in a glass dome on top of his head. I don't know why, but yeah, he's obviously got like you know, he's not just your normal everyday. Uh, Santa Claus serial killer. Santa Claus serial killer. <laughs> yeah, dude. This, I mean, this movie was a fucking riot throughout it. Honestly, like just because, mainly because of Ricky's performance. There's some awesome death sequences, but it it was crazy that you know it took so so long to really get like momentum on the store on like the fresh story. But once it did start rolling right. out, it was fucking entertaining as hell. You know what I mean? Yeah, I just like I said earlier like they could they could have found a better way to uh but at the same time like it 
at that time, like, there's no way that a movie would do that now and they could get away with that. But back wow. then, like, that was a way to, like, cut costs and, you know, fill up some runtime. So on one hand, I understand, like, from a filmmaking aspect and trying to save some money why they did it. But it really just is kind of a cheap way when they could have found a different way to do it instead of just showing you all the shit you've already seen. Like, if you haven't yeah. seen the first one and you just watch this movie, then you wouldn't have any idea and you would be like, oh, this is fantastic. You know what I mean? Yeah. Um, and it, like, I was reading some of like the, just like this thing on the Wikipedia page for it. And it was saying that during like the DVD commentary, some of like the filmmakers made a, like a comment that they were basically originally asked to just re-edit the first film to pass it off as a sequel. Uh. And, and then they like were like that's not fucking plausible and they kind of had to like demand like the to you know also shoot new stuff or something oh, like that so okay. I, I wonder i wonder like i mean that that must have just been like a really interesting like production process to try to fucking get through but either way dude, this movie is fucking like i said i i thought this movie was a riot yeah uh, i would say i would give it uh four decapitated nuns nun heads out of uh seven <laughs> fair okay <laughs> I, I yeah i i'd give it um six and a half uh bloody opened um uh what's the word i'm looking for um god damn it umbrellas the, uh, yeah, sorry. I'd give it six and a half bloody opened umbrellas out of ten. You know, <laughs> it's got it's got it's got some good stuff. It's got you know, Ricky's perf- the the actor who played Ricky gives a phenomenal unhinged over the top performance. There's some good death scenes. You know what I mean? So yeah, yeah. It's definitely it's it's like I feel like any any of the movies from uh, the Silent Night franchise or would be like essential like christmas time viewing you know what i mean oh yeah so yeah i agree and uh you know there's definitely a handful of other like christmas time movies out there too so don't be surprised if you get some holiday movies from us in the future here you fucking corn dogs (laughs) but hell yeah man uh yeah we'll uh why let's just leave this one there then uh and we'll get we'll probably get some um i hope we'll probably have some extras kind of floating around this month for everybody i imagine if we once we organize ourselves so who knows man yeah. keep 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 that uh that holiday spirit up with some extra sl- slashery horror also real quick um we're not going to explain what we're talking about here but uh if if you guys do follow um old heart radio on twitter there might be a little more twitter activity coming here in the yeah. near future uh, hopefully that's all I'm gonna say yep well We'll keep that as a surprise, but yeah, I like that. You know, keep your eyes peeled, and also just follow us on there, for yeah. fuck's sake. <laughs> All right, but yeah. Well, we'll say good day then, hot dogs. Yes, till next time. Ho ho ho. <laughs>